Mix 106.3's Real Estate Show with Cam and Renee. Get moving today with Act 2 AGL. Set your energy up in a few minutes. Hi, this is Cam and Renee. Well, each Saturday between 9 and 10am, we love hosting the Mix 106.3 Real Estate Show. And here is what we featured in the show last weekend. Well, Cam, uh, we had an announcement through the week about some stamp duty relief uh, for people in New South Wales. And we've read that uh, first home buyers in some of our uh, neighbouring towns are set to benefit from this. Yeah. And so to tell us more about it is Brad O'Mara of Ray White Queanbeyan and and Jera Bombra. Good morning, Brad. Good morning, Renee. Cam. Hi, mate. Tell us about the announcement that was made through the week. Yeah, so it commences on the 1st of August for a 12-month period, along with the federal changes. Um, we're seeing more first-time buyers drifting into probably Gugong and Bungendore areas at the moment with the new incentives, which raises the threshold of stamp duty from what was 650 uh, up into the 800 where they get stamp duty concessions all the way on anything newly built. Okay. All right, we'll just ask you to move around a bit as you're phasing in and out there, but uh, we've picked up that um, they've extended the value. Is that correct? They increased the threshold yeah. from the stamp duty for a concession. So now first-home buyers are able to spend up to 800 without paying any stamp duty on anything that's newly built. Okay. Okay. And uh, so this is New South Wales wide, Brad, but what do you think it will do for people in the capital region? Oh, look, the capital region at the moment, you know, Gugong, Bungendore, there are new subdivisions that have been built towards gunning as well. So we're seeing uh, a lot of first-home buyers gravitate there. I think it will increase what they're spending from three bedrooms to maybe build to four bedrooms. Yep. But uh, on a broader scale, I think it will benefit more the metro areas in Sydney where first-home buyers are pushing up to 800000 through purchasing. And so, mate, what are other local New South Wales real estate agents saying about the announcement, just in casual conversation? Yeah, around town there's a little bit of hype in it. I think that the areas such as Gugong is going to push through and the builders are very excited on that front. Um, So we are seeing more sales in that area than we have in the last year at the moment. And that's off the back of the 25,000 federal grant, along with the 10,000 also the first homeowners grant incentive on top of this stamp duty, um, I think it's a good win for New South Wales first home buyers. Okay. All right. Uh, and, and no doubt uh, New South Wales government uh, websites will have more details. Now um, we get to exactly where you are and where you're speaking to us from because we can hear, uh, sounds like junior sport going on in Whistles the background. Whistles getting blown. Yeah. Who's playing and who's winning? Yeah, Maris versus St Edmunds at uh, Eddie's home ground, but Maris to winning at the moment in the under 11s. Right. So is that good or bad for you? Who are you there to support? Yeah. Yeah, my son's uh, under 11, Maris, so right. it's okay. at the moment. <laughs> All right, well, fingers crossed it ends that way as well. Uh, Brad, thank you so much for your time and hope you know you're not too cold out there this morning. <laughs> no, we'll stay warm while they're winning, it's good. Domain's house price report for the June quarter was published through the week. And look, we already know Canberra has been bucking the national trends. I mean, when you were trying to rent your place out only recently, how many, you had so many people come through, 32 groups in just two opens. Wow. Yeah. I was speaking to uh, Tim and Justine Burke from Luton's uh, through the week. They've had to reschedule or schedule extra open home sessions for some of their properties that they're showing. And not just Thai kickers coming through as well, like genuine buyers. Yeah. So they've put on extra open home 
times. Now, to help us understand the report, uh, we're going to say good morning to Dan McAlpine from uh, print, uh, Bell Property. Here's the principal there. Um, Dan, thanks for joining us. No problems, Cameron. Thank you. Now, uh, Dan, can you give us an overview of the Domain House Price report released through the week? Yes, Renee. So it's um, look. There was some some data um, that's been released positively in terms of Canberra's overall growth, um, and some surprising uh, statistics both in in the unit market and in the housing market. But uh, in terms of the the month and the quarter growth uh, has been fantastic, and then year on year there's been um, some some really high growth, particularly in the suburbs of uh, of Dixon uh, in the unit market, um, and some really strong results in the housing market as well. So this must be particularly positive for someone in the real estate business to read a report like this in light of everything that's happened. Yeah, look, I think, Kevin, um, it's probably no surprise, obviously, when we think of Canberra and, you know, fortunately enough, as it stands right now, we've been relatively insulated from, from COVID-19. Um, but uh, with our level of employment and, and, and nature of employment, it's not an overarching surprise, uh, I suppose, that, um, that it's performing well. And certainly at the cold face, we've seen that in terms of just the number of buyers that are out in the marketplace. So um, the stats probably back up what we've been saying and what we've been thinking along the way. Sure. And Dan, so you're saying it isn't really a big surprise. Was there anything in the report, though, that did surprise you? As an agent uh, and someone who worked in the business for, for 12 years, um, you know, seeing that Dixon had the uh, the positive growth that it did have um, certainly surprised me slightly in terms of that unit market. But at the same point in time, there's a whole lot of regentrification that's happened, obviously, um, with the... Uh, with the light rail and, and the hub there, um, you know, it's always going to see some improvement. I think there are, you know, a couple of surprises if you're if you're just looking at it from a, um, a raw data perspective. And I think there was a, a statistic there in Campbell suggesting that there was a, a 9.6% um, year-on-year downturn in the, in the housing market. Um, but what it takes, I suppose, when you are reading these reports, particularly in those larger suburbs or in a, in a higher-end price point of suburbs, if there's two or three properties that don't sell in that sort of two million plus bracket, which they may have done over the last couple of years, you will start to see a um, a decline in pricing. Uh, you know, there might have been a few more duplexes sold, and 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 naturally that'll have an impact on the. Um year on year result rather than looking at over a five year period. And I think with any of these uh, the, the this data and particularly as a consumer, um, you want to look at over the uh the medium term rather than just the short term. Yeah, you're absolutely right because Campbell was down in that year on year, but over the five year, I think it's uh, still up by 18% or, you know, big numbers. Yeah, the big, say nearly 20%, Cam, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so big surprise though. Dixon was up uh, year on year 22%, then Daylight to Franklin, which was up by 12%. So that must be surprising as well, surely. Yeah, look, I think, and again, coming back to the um, the light rail and, and the infrastructure that the government's put in, I, I think for, you know, and particularly we're seeing investors come out of Sydney um, and, and Melbourne um, where they're putting their money into Canberra and, and so they're, they're putting a sort of an upward pressure on, on property. We've also had really good um, first home buyer uh, grants and, and that sort of thing which again is helping that growth and therefore people are saying well you know where's central to for me, where's central for my family and, and um, where am I going to get good growth long term and where's easy you know. Can I just get on the tram and, and, and go to work yeah. or, or, or go out and, and come home? And so uh, that central corridor um, certainly has seen some, some really good results. Yeah, well, hopefully these um, positive results continue. Dan, thank you so much for your time today. No worries. Thanks for having me, guys. 
Well, Cam, we had some news through the week that the ACT Home Energy Assessment Scheme is being expanded. Uh, so what does that mean and who will it help? Uh, Shane Rattenbury is the ACT Minister for Climate Change and Sustainability. He joins us now. Good morning, Minister. Good morning, Renee. Hi, Cam. Hi, mate. Uh, okay, can you give us an overview of the scheme and its success so far Who, for anyone who has not heard about this? Yeah, what this scheme does is it gives you an energy assessment of your home. So an assessor comes out, has a look around your home and gives you advice on how to make it more energy efficient, more comfortable and, of course, reduce your energy bills. Okay, and what's it been like so far? How's it been going and how is it being expanded now? Yeah, look, the people who've had it so far find it really helpful because it's about they assess your home and give you individual tailored advice for the property that you live in. And so this week we've extended it to make it available to renters. Unfortunately, a lot of rental houses in Canberra are not very well insulated and people who live there find them freezing cold in winter, too hot in summer and they have high energy bills. So this scheme now will be available to renters. It's free. You just have to ring up AxSmart, which is the ACT government service, and the assessor can either come out or if you're a bit worried about COVID, they can do it over the phone or via a FaceTime chat or something. And they'll have a look around and give you some tips. Now, of course, as renters, it's hard to make changes to the property sometimes, depending on how your landlord is. But they can give you a lot of tips that you don't even need to make permanent changes. It's things that you can do as a tenant. And so what sort of um, feedback you are, are, are you receiving, especially from renters, even though that's a new element of it? But I know you speak to a lot of people about this stuff all the time. What's the sort of general feedback you're receiving? Look, the renters I've chatted to about this are really excited, Cam, because we can get really practical tips that can literally save you hundreds of dollars a year, a year on your energy bill and also make your home more comfortable. And it can be things like just how to operate the house better, so how to set the thermostat or how to use your curtains to maximum effect, through to practical things like how to draft seal your property, just with bubble wrap in a way that you can do it. You don't have to make a permanent change. It's cheap to do. Uh, and the landlord won't mind you doing it. Yeah, that's Okay, so good. well, that's good. Definitely yeah. something renters should look into, um, that's for sure. Uh, Shane, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks very much, guys. Those are the interviews we most enjoyed in last week's Mix 106.3 Real Estate Show. Yeah, if you love hearing about the latest trends or you're up for a sticky beat, drop by for a listen this Saturday between 9 and 10 a.m. Thanks to Actu AGL, it's The Real Estate Show with Cam and Renee on Mix 106.3.